This episode of Alive and Thriving is something that I am so passionate about and it is society's inability to deal with emotions. (laughs) Strap yourselves in, it's a big one. This is Alive and Thriving, where we tackle all things that stand in the way of holistic well-being and self-care in life and as women in business. Join me for real and raw conversations and inspiring guests who are expert in their fields as we come back to life together, overcoming stress, anxiety, nourishing our mind, body, and emotions. I am your host, Jessica Reed, Alternative Therapist, Life and Wellbeing Coach. And if you are ready to grow, heal, and thrive together, then you are in the right place. This is a big topic and I could be opening a can of worms here. But what I really want to talk about, and I feel like if you have grown up through the 80s, through the 90s, the 70s, the 60s, the 50s, the 40s, (laughs) Um, anything up until more recent times where we are having much more awareness around uh, emotional intelligence and around feelings and the impact that emotions is having on our body, the toll that emotions can take. Um, And I will talk about that shortly in terms of like a physical response in your body. But I feel like what I observe, I should say, a lot, particularly with people who are coming in a state of anxiety, in a place where they have these overwhelming emotions, maybe they've been living in a state of stress for a long time, maybe they had a trauma happen to them, is that they're coming from a place of pushing their emotions down, suppressing their emotions for a really long period of time and that's not their fault and if that is you, if you have the mentality that showing signs of emotions is weakness, if you have the mentality that um, you know it's a reflection of you, your emotions, if that it's not safe to feel emotions, that it's not unknown. Uh, ladylike I, I don't know whatever your beliefs are if you have that mentality then go easy on yourself because it's not your fault it's not your fault that this is how you feel or this is the way that you have been dealing and coping because we do what we can with what we know but if you take anything away from today I would really really love that to be that you need to feel in order to heal. And I'm going to say that again. You need to feel in order to heal. So there is a saying, what you resist will persist. And that is what we say about emotions that are not dealt with effectively. And when I say not dealt with, I don't mean just, as I said, dealing with them by pushing them away by numbing, by uh, pretending they don't exist because, again, what you resist persists. So these emotions are going to go and store in your body. 
They're going to store as vibrations in your soft tissue and it is going to directly impact the tissue around it because we are energetic beings and emotions carry their own vibrational frequency. It will lead to illness. It will lead to burnout. It will lead to mental uh, problems, mental frustrations, anxiety, other things, depression, because what you resist will persist and emotions need to be validated. And you may remember me saying at the very beginning of this, it's not your fault. And that is because I know for the majority of us and I was very lucky with my childhood. Uh, my parents are wonderful, but just in case listening, mum, <laughs> this is not any attack on you. But how many times have you heard the words from somebody who you are supposed to feel safe with? Don't cry. Stop crying. Toughen up. You're right. Don't cry. Don't cry. How damaging those words can be to a child who is repeatedly told don't cry and now if you have been told don't cry if you have been brought up to believe that again emotions are a sign of weakness society has a huge discomfort with people's emotions people don't want to sit in the space of other people's emotions. People don't feel comfortable around other people's emotions and you may not feel comfortable around your own emotions. If you have been told for your life to don't cry, you know, it's fine, toughen up, if you have not had your feelings validated, then you're going to grow up and come into the real world and you are going to experience all of these different emotions that you're not going to be able to understand, that likely feel quite scary, that are consuming for you because you don't know what they are. You likely can't verbalize all that well how you are feeling and you suppress and you suppress and you suppress. And what that is leading to, and you can see it in any studies, any statistics about the world that we live in, is the amount of numbing that we are seeing because people can't deal with their emotions. And numbing is anything that escapes how they're feeling. So alcohol, drugs, online shopping, gambling, social media, porn, all these things that numb and suppress our emotions are a way for you to escape your reality. And you see it more and more and more. Can you hear in my voice just how passionate I am about this? <laughs> and the reason for that is because I see firsthand the impact and the toll that it takes on the human body with the clients that I work with. 
when they come in and the thought of feeling emotions, people apologize for crying. Crying is necessary to regulate your nervous system. It is necessary to regulate your nervous system. You don't apologize for crying. Now, if you have experienced emotional challenges, if you are living a stressful, busy life, if you are living in a state of anxiety, if you are carrying trauma that you have been carrying for however long you've been carrying it for, if you are experiencing grief, if you have these emotions that are surfacing and you continue to suppress them, they are going to continue to try to get your attention through anxiety, through illness, through unexplainable pain. They are going to try to continue to get your attention. And I know I said if you take one thing away, that is you need to feel to heal. I want to say that when you are really ready to heal, which by the way is not something anybody can ever tell you that you are ready for, if you have experienced trauma, if you have experienced grief, if you are struggling with stress or anxiety or depression, people can bring it into your awareness all they like, but until you really bring it into your own awareness that the way you are feeling is inhibiting your growth, then you are not going to make the choice to heal yet and that's okay because this is your life and your journey and you need to make that choice to heal. So when I say when in this podcast, you need to, I'm talking to the woman who has decided that she is healing. She is ready to face things. She's ready to let go of things. She is ready to sit in the shit, which is what I'm going to talk about in a moment. And she doesn't know what to do, how to quite get there. That's, that's what I'm talking. That's who I'm talking to when I'm saying you need But something you can't do just while we're on that topic, even if you're in a relationship with somebody and their pains are impacting you, the behavior from from their pains, perhaps the alcohol, perhaps the negative complaining, perhaps, um, perhaps, I don't know, the self-sabotaging, the money spending, the gambling, If their behavior is impacting you and you know that it is a projection of their pain, you telling them that they need to fix themselves is not going to fix it. Because again, until a person has their own self-awareness and it is a conclusion that they have to come to on their own because it has become an issue for them, not for you, unfortunately. So healing is a choice. Healing is something that you do when you are ready to do. Healing is a desire within your body and knowing that there is another way to feel, a better way to feel, a niggly feeling that says, I want something different, I want to feel something different. Healing is that desire for growth and for change. 
and healing takes time. It is not something that happens straight away. It's not some quick magic fix. But when you are ready to heal, when you've made that decision for yourself, what is inescapable, and I say this with love, but it is just the hard truth, what is inescapable is that you need to sit in the shit. And that is an awful metaphor, I know. <laughs> but if, if you could imagine, and I can only imagine, sitting in, to sit in the shit, right? <laughs> to sit in it, I would imagine feels really uncomfortable. I would imagine it feels like a space where you desperately want to escape from. A space that you don't want to be in. A space that you would do anything to get out of. So imagine your feelings with that level of discomfort. What happens, the o- well the only way for you to be able to genuinely heal the feelings that you need to heal is to validate them. And validating those feelings means sitting in the discomfort of those feelings. Now, this is not something you have to do on your own. There are brilliant therapists out there and there are brilliant therapies out there, some traditional cognitive therapies, some somatic-based therapies, which is body-based therapies, some combine the two. If you know me, you know that I offer e- a holistic healing sessions which combine EFT tapping, clinical hypnotherapy and other holistic counselling tools. You may like to find a safe, supportive place and bear in mind that's not likely to be friends and family because friends and family want to fix things for you. And wanting to fix things will come with unsolicited advice, personal projections, all so well-meaning, most of the time with love, but deep down validating their own situations, not intentionally. So finding a safe space whether you're comfortable to do it on your own or whether you need a therapeutic setting to sit in the discomfort of those feelings. Because if you cannot do that, those emotions again are being suppressed. Now, when we have something that has upset us, something that we are holding on to, the logical mind knows that that happened then and this is now. And right now I'm 35 and this happened when I was three. And The logical mind knows that. The logical mind knows I'm not being broken up with today. The logical mind knows that, you know, someone's already passed away. The logical mind knows all these things. The emotional mind, on the other hand, doesn't. The emotional mind will relive what your mind, what your brain tells it to. So... Basically, if you are experiencing something that is upsetting for you, it is likely to be 
your inner child part of you that is holding on to that upsetting experience because your inner child, your emotional brain, it doesn't know the difference between something that happened then and something that's happening now like your logical mind does. And you, if you listen to last week's podcast, then you'll remember me saying that 95% of what we do is not conscious. It is not operated by our logical mind as much as it seems to dominate our thoughts and our feelings because when we give thought attention, we bring on emotion. So we need to be able to sit in the shit. We need to be able to sit in the emotions to validate them, to know that they will pass and they will pass and they will, they will lighten and they will become easier and they will become less scary as we familiarize ourselves with these emotions and give ourselves permission to have these emotions that are not gratitude and joy. And don't get me wrong, I love gratitude and I love joy. But, you know, with a really strong toxic positivity culture out there, just simply thinking positively isn't going to fix your problems. Because if you just think positively and you don't allow yourself to sit in the shit, sit in the emotions, validate them, then you are not going to be able to let go of those emotions and that is just another way of suppressing them. So allowing yourself to sit in there, proving to yourself, showing your brain that these emotions are safe, that when you sit in this discomfort, when you can give a voice to it, sit there and close your eyes and say, I am feeling angry right now. I am sad. This sadness feels like a knot in my stomach, like a lump in my throat. I am giving myself permission to cry. I feel the tightening in my chest. If you can bring that mindfulness technique of observing into this experience, then when you sit in this, these emotions, you are teaching your brain that they are safe. And that is so important because for so long, for whatever reason, and likely because I'd go as far to say it's an epidemic proportion, um, it's of epidemic proportions that people have been taught that emotions are uncomfortable and we keep them tucked away and we don't need to feel them, we don't need to deal with them, we just push them down because you know we don't want to deal with other people's things <laughs> makes me uncomfortable <laughs> not me I'm happy to sit with you I love my job but <laughs> but yeah if you can teach your brain that they are safe and there's nothing wrong with you then you are going to be able to heal you are truly truly going to be able to heal you are truly going to be able to let go you are truly going to be able to accept the awful things that have happened or the challenging things that have happened. Because again, acceptance doesn't mean, and I've said this so many times, but I'll say it again, acceptance does not mean that you are saying what happened was right or wrong. It means that you are saying, I no longer allow this to hold power over me. I accept that I can't change this. I accept that I feel this way. 
validate your emotions. Now, that was a big topic. That was a big topic. If you feel like you are ready to explore what needs to be let go of, if you know, if you have that niggle, that desire inside that it is time to heal, it is time to shed the things that are holding you back because you know that there is more for you, you know that there is a better way for you to feel, then I would love to have a complimentary chat with you to talk about where you are now and where you would like to be and if the alternative therapies that I offer might be the right space for that to happen for you. Reach out to me via email, Instagram DM. I love to chat. And until next week. You have been listening to Alive and Thriving by Inspired Life Collective. Did you know that you can help us to impact even more women on their well-being journey simply by subscribing to this podcast and leaving a review? If stress or anxiety, life or business has got you feeling inside like you are just busting to come back to life, then I invite you to book a discovery call with me so we can chat about how Inspired Life Collective private and online services might be able to support you through your journey. I am so, so grateful to you for being here and having me in your ears. So until the next episode, just remember that you were born to thrive.